Good evening, everyone. It's Lisa here. I'm here for another 1440 interview, and my guest this evening is David Hurley. He is the Hi, good evening, everybody. He's the author of A Thousand a Month, co-authored with um, Alex Nordak, and it is now in its fourth edition. Welcome, David. Hi, Lisa. Uh, hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. I'm looking forward to this. You're welcome. Um, David, uh, what I'd like you to do is go through your typical day as an entrepreneur, and you also have a job teaching as well. So, you know, how do you prioritize your days and coordinate you know, your online entrepreneurship yeah. and your teaching? Yeah, it varies uh, depending on what part of the year we're in it's uh, because I'm a freelance college teacher I teach in two uh, two different colleges in two different parts of Hiroshima and I also have a few private uh, contracts as well so during a period of the year like now when the colleges are out on vacation um, I can spend a lot more time looking at my internet business and moving forward with it so um, that's why I've been able to participate in the uh, Three Steps No Excuses um, challenge, adventure, whatever we call it. <laughs> right. But in about 10 days' time, the first college kicks back in, Friday the 9th, and then the following Monday, the second college kicks in, the spring term begins, and uh, then it's much more challenging. So during a period like this, I kind of take it fairly easy. I get up around eight o'clock usually um, once my wife and daughter have you know, left home if, if uh, my wife works. Actually, my daughter has gone off to university, so she's actually left home fully, completely now. So yesterday okay. she disappeared down to Nagasaki. So that's why I chose this morning to do this interview. I'm home alone. And I have no nothing much on my in uh, scheduled for today. So on, on, in periods like this, the vacation period, I get up around about eight and uh, then I, I, the first thing I do is check email, of course, and then I usually go through a little routine over breakfast of um, doing my leads leap and some traffic exchange, uh, clicking for credits, that kind of thing. Um, just recently, and as a result of the three steps challenge, I've started using the uh, started searching for Luke, which is kind of fun. So I do a bit of that. And uh, also, I have a, a, a hybrid traffic exchange uh, mailer called uh, EliteDownlineBuilder.com. So the next thing I do is check on that. Has anybody posted in any ads? Do I need to check anything? Go hunting for broken links and broken banners and dead sites and get rid of them if I can. Uh, so that's the kind of routine uh, over, over breakfast and just after breakfast. It goes on for some time quite often. Uh -huh. And then I'll try and get on with one of my, one of my projects after that. Um, uh, it, it depends day by day what 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 it is. Uh, so I was I, I'm writing a new ebook, but that's kind of got shelved as I've uh, started working on my email series for my basic beginners crypto training course, updating it as a result again of doing the three steps uh, challenge. So. Uh, yeah, it varies. It really does vary day by day. And for quite long periods during college time, 
I don't actually get very much done beyond those basics of like checking my site and making sure it's okay and doing some basic advertising. So it really depends what time of the year it is. Okay. How did you end up in Japan? <laughs> well, that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, I've been here. Well, I first came here in 1990, so over 30 years ago now. Wow. Um, what, what happened was I was um, uh, I, I'd been teaching for two years in Italy, and I absolutely loved Italy. Um, I felt I could spend the rest of my life there, but I was still young. Um, and I wanted to experience life outside of Europe in a non-English speaking culture, outside, outside non-European uh, culture based country. And so Japan was uh, an obvious attraction. So I came, came out here for just one year in 1990. And in fact, I only spent one year here and then I... I left and went to Germany for a while, um, but I really missed it. So I came back for five years and I went away for a couple of years, did my master's degree, was at a loose end. And I'd had a network in Japan. I had a school that would take me back any time. So I did the easy thing and came back. And that was in 1999. And here I am now with a uh, Japanese wife and a, a daughter has just gone off to university. So I'm part of the furniture now here in Japan or okay. here in Hiroshima. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Hiroshima is a very, it's a very pleasant uh, place to live. It's actually very easy, an easy place to live. I've lived in some, I've lived in Rome, I've lived in Berlin. They're not necessarily so easy to live in uh, as it is here in Hiroshima. So it's a. Wait, are you a talking nice about living in the academy and the, you know, just the, the area in general? Well, it's I guess it's the size of the city. It's a medium-sized city. There's very good transport links. Um, yeah, the teaching work when I first came here was kind of a lot easier than it was in Rome. Um, it got more difficult as the economy uh, uh, got a bit worse uh, during the 1990s. But um, it's pretty easy, I think, to set up a, a reasonably comfortable life for yourself here in Japan, maybe not as easy as it was in the 1980s before I got here during the bubble, but still, um, yeah, it's uh, a comfortable life, I think, maybe too comfortable sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, I was there a long time ago. I was there in 1984 when I was in the Navy, but I was in Yokosuka on a ship on the naval base. So we were only, you know, it was one of our stops on a cruise. Right. It must have been pretty cool back then because that was right in the middle of the of the bubble period. I really wish I'd been here in the 1980s for the bubble. Well, yeah, we got about when we were when we were there, we were getting over 300 yen per U U.S. dollar. So it was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> pretty yeah. Amazing. Right now it's about, it's about 100, 105, 689, something like that. I haven't checked recently. But uh, yeah. When I first came to Japan, one pound was 250 yen. And now one pound is about 150 yen. And it's been lower. It went all the way down um, during various economic crises. The yen tends to go up. Right. Which is good for me, living in Japan. I'm not complaining. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so, you, um, so you're doing two teaching jobs, you said, and then... So how do you juggle that? And well, 
family life. Well, you you have the yeah. daughter, who, your daughter who just went to college. So that yeah, yeah. So I have two college contracts, which are my main uh, sources of of yen income, um, and. So it, it depends year by year. Because I'm freelance, the number of classes I get may increase or decrease. And sometimes another college comes in. So it's, I'm, I'm pretty flexible. But one of these colleges I've been teaching at in this capacity for over 10 years now. Oh, wow. And the other one I've been at for about five years, I think. And I'm very comfortable in those colleges. I like teaching in those places very much. Okay. Um, so yeah, that uh, that just fills up my days. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm at uh, one college, and this this term, uh, starting April, Thursday and Friday, I'll be at the other college. Uh, last term, there was one day when I had to switch from one college to the other, opposite sides of town. So that was a bit of a rush. But luckily, there was a bus service that goes that go, drops me off at the gate of the second college. So. That worked really well. Um, and so in those in those situations, during some free time between classes, that's when I might do something connected to one of my other projects, uh, which is not necessarily Internet marketing, because you probably know I'm, I'm also a bit crazy about chess. And so I'm kind of trying to develop a chess opening repertoire memory system, uh, <laughs> which uh, is a bit a bit uh, a bit nerdy i guess uh but it keeps me occupied in that free time i can do a bit of chess training or whatever so okay. when i'm out and about i don't tend to do too much uh to you know i don't try to run my internet business from my iphone too much um or my 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 phone too much um so yeah as my daughter got older there was less that i needed to do uh in that regard, I used to take her to nursery to uh, nursery school and pick her up uh, when she was little, and that was kind of fun because then we'd want she'd want uh, some entertainment and some food, so that took up well, you know, parental duties and all that. But uh, yeah, now now um, I think I think the biggest the biggest thing is that after a day's teaching, you you feel a bit too tired to do anything. If you so you can you 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 have to really have that kind of uh, hunger to get things done. I think. Right. Um, so, what level do you teach? As far as your are you teaching English? And is that so? Uh, a college. I'm, I'm teaching. I'm teaching um, English conversation in some or communication skills is one part of what I do but I also teach English and American literature uh, European and American history comparative wow. culture uh, sometimes uh, comparative Japanese English as well which is kind wow. of fun um, so I mean, I'm not a Japanese expert but I'm, I, I can set up a course and give the kids a nice challenge in like cross translation and so on translating from English into Japanese and then from Japanese back into English and then comparing the original with what they, what came out of, of the end of their translation process, um, things like that. So there's a whole variety of things I do um, over the course of, of various contracts. Wow, that's so, pretty yeah. amazing. So you yeah, have a lot I, of I, papers and stuff to grade too besides doing your 
Yeah, yeah, grading. And then um, one college as well, the arduous task of, of setting up the uh, curriculum as well. So which has got a bit easier now that I've got, you know, when courses repeat, you've got the stuff already set up. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that uh, that keeps me occupied. So during the college term, I kind of like the idea of letting my business run on kind of semi autopilot where I just top up some ads. So I try to set up what I'm doing with the business during these holiday periods and then kind of let it run and very often run down, but let it run during the term time. Um, so how long are your terms there? I mean, how long are you? Yeah, it's a two-term um, two year, so they're 15-week terms. Oh, okay. So 30, 30 weeks of teaching, but there's a little bit of overlap because the colleges don't always start at the same time. I guess about 34 weeks I'm involved in teaching college students in some capacity. Wow. Yeah. And then and then you get the break where suddenly life becomes much freer. Uh, once you once you cleared out the tests and all the grading and all that stuff, that's done, that's done, that's done, that's done. OK, now I've got a nice, easy week with just uh, two or three or four private classes and I can focus on my other projects. So, yeah, that's that's how the year tends to work. Uh, yeah, I, I heard you mention you don't like running your business from your phone too much. I'm kind of that way, too. So I, it's like, it's yeah. I I check. I mean, I check email. I check. I'll check Telegram. I guess so. That's that's the kind of you know. So I'll do a bit of that social stuff. But um, I don't do much with my business on my phone, really. Yeah. So uh, I mean, what I one project which I started back in December was um, futures trading, crypto futures trading which I've mentioned a few times on CTP Talk. Um, and I was really, I really didn't want to put the app on my phone because I thought I might just start stabbing at it and making crazy trades just because I'm bored. But I had a problem with my computer, so I had to put the app on the phone to carry on. And I found that actually I can, I can control myself on that. I don't, I don't do any uh, too many crazy trades on that so i do check that that project i do check that on my phone now so that's that's pretty cool okay um, yeah yeah i'm talking about like i don't do any designing of uh headers or anything because i do have canva on my phone but you know, like the screen is so small. It's like... yeah. I've 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 I love Canva, but I I've never even thought about using using my phone to design anything on Canva. Yeah, that's the thing, is it? I didn't know. Yeah, they do have an app. I messed around with it a little bit, but like I said, the screen is too small for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I I wouldn't do that. Mm. But you know, so, yeah. engaging on Telegram and stuff like that—that'll do on my phone. Yeah, that's fine. There's no problem for doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, do you, I mean, now your daughter is going to be gone for a while. So is your wife also teaching? And is that My wife is a medical technician. She okay. specializes in um, breast echo technology. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's quite busy doing that. Um, 
she's done a lot of research on it to take to uh, make some make some nice progress in her career. She's the one with the real the real career. I'm just the layabout who who does oh. some part time teaching here and there. <laughs> you doing enough. <laughs> teaching is teaching is really involved if you're doing it right. <laughs> I think you've got to I think you've got to love it to really enjoy it. I think teaching could be hell if you if you didn't enjoy engaging with people. Um, no, I, I really look forward to term starting. I mean, I'm loving the free time now, but I like that kind of switch in the year, the way it kind of moves through where I am now, where I get this nice free time and I can decide what to do with my day and then kicks in. I'm going to meet lots of new first years. That's going to be exciting. Then the last year's first years, there will be the experienced and will have grown up and have matured and seeing that process um, and also engaging with college students who are full of energy and life and excitement for life, in, not in every case, but in many cases, um, it makes the day a lot of fun. So, yeah, I get a lot from teaching. So, you, I mean, did they do any, like, since COVID last year, was it always like in person still, or did they go online for a while? No, this this time last year, um, I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. Uh, I and I had stacked up quite a lot of college classes, so I thought this is going to be a nice a nice year, earning lots of yen. And then suddenly, it looked like it was going to all go down the drain. I thought maybe the colleges can't even function. That's where I, I just wasn't sure what's was happening. But in fact. Both colleges went online uh, and they did it in very different ways. Uh, one college, um, I was at home teaching through Google Classroom and the other college I had to go into the college, sit in the classroom and use their system and teach the kids who are all at home through Zoom. So that's how mm -hmm. I got with Zoom. I mean, it taught us all new skills. I mean, I'd never used Zoom or Google Classroom or anything like that. I'd never taught online. In fact, I, I hadn't. I never wanted to teach online. I, I like the face-to-face -face engagement. But uh, so during that first term, the spring term, this time last year, it was a hundred percent online. But one college, which is actually a vocational college, is much more business uh, focused. Mm -hmm. They very quickly brought the kids back in class. And I was so pleased about that. So after about three weeks of the spring term, gold, we have golden week in May, a uh, period of several national holidays all strung together. Okay. After golden week, they brought in, uh, they brought the kids back to the class. So uh, the next thing I had to get used to is teaching, wearing a mask, but I felt this is going to be okay. We're going to keep our hands clean. We'll keep the windows open, a little bit of social distancing if we remember and all wear masks. Um, and I don't think there's going to be a problem or not such a big problem that we have to shut down as we have been doing. So I was very pleased with that company. They did that. And my, my other college, we carried on through um, through the summer term online. So the one benefit of that was that I, I would finish my class at home and now I'm at home. I walk downstairs, open the fridge, get out 
out of beer is fantastic. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> or there are times when you'd be setting all the kids, okay, you've got 30 minutes now to do your writing. Uh, I'm going to shut down my video and my computer, and not the computer, my video and my microphone. And, oh, okay, now I can relax. Whereas in the class, you'd be going around monitoring. So, you know, right. there, were, there were some benefits, and I learned a new skill, but I was so happy when that, they went back into classroom teaching during the, uh, the winter term, October. October till uh, the near the end of November, we were in class. Then we had to finish the term back with online teaching as uh, cases of COVID spiked in Hiroshima during that part of the year. But I believe we're going to be all back in the classroom from April, which is really nice. Okay, what, what's so, the weather yeah. like there now? Because I, I remember being there in the summer and we were there briefly in no, late November, early December. That's a nice time, November. Right now, it's, it's, it's uh, lovely weather. Um, it's a cherry blossom season. Uh, okay. So it's very, it's very, right now, it's very pleasant, very pleasant. Uh, temperatures around 18 degrees, maybe a little bit lower today. But uh, this is a nice time of year. By like golden spring. It is, yeah, it's spring. It's, it's, it's spring. So it's a nice time. Golden week, it might be getting a little bit humid. It depends from year to year. And then in June or July, late June, early July, there's the rainy season. Then I remember. Uh, <laughs> the rainy season, it pours down. It's incredible. Uh, and then, yeah, there's the hot, humid, long summer. So beers in fridge, glasses in the freezer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, I, I enjoy I enjoy most of the the year. Um, I I do like the summer, but this time's nice. Autumn is lovely. Winter here, coming from England, uh, what I like about Japanese winters, or at least uh, in this part of Japan, is that you get a lot of blue skies. Whereas in an English winter, it's usually grey, windy, <laughs> rainy, miserable. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, I, I like most of the year here when it comes to the climate. Okay. So now you just released, you said you're working, you were working on another book as well. So when you're writing, how does that fit into your, your schedule with <laughs> teaching? And yeah. So I, I, I suppose I do most of my writing um, during these kind of uh, the long holiday periods, okay. um, especially this period now and maybe the summer as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm writing I'm writing an ebook about based on my experiences as a rookie trader going from knowing nothing about trading futures, um, looking at the mistakes I made the, where I was making some profits and then losing those, losing those profits and worse. And what I learned from each, each disaster as it were on the way okay. and how I brought up what I hope is a kind of robust system that I'm, I'm, I'm working on now. Um, and so it's really about how to build a very small amount of cash up by trading. I mean, I'm talking about really small amounts of cash. Um, 
So after the last, so there was a, a disaster. I, I, I lost about $160. So, you know, we're not talking about huge disasters here, but it's kind of, <laughs> it's going from $160 building up and then watching it go to zero um, is quite interesting. And so that's why I started um, uh, demo trading with that 50,000 demo trading account. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. And I, I did well with that. I was a bit lucky, but I did well and I adjusted what I was doing. Okay. So, so I'm taking all that information and I'm putting it into an ebook to show people not, ne not necessarily the way to be guaranteed to make money uh, right. trading crypto, crypto futures, but how I've developed my thinking and the system I've developed um, for my way of doing things. Um, right now, I've gone from uh, like my account went down to about $20 or something. And it's right now sitting at just under $100. But I'm applying this system. Uh, okay. So we'll see how it goes. And that's that's ebook I'm writing. So I started writing it about two weeks ago. Um, but it looks like it's got kind of put on the back burner. Um, okay. because I haven't actually made any progress on it for two weeks because you know we only we only have a limited time. I mean, you're what's the number? 14 four I can't 1440. see the whole thing. It's 144 minutes. Uh, one no, 1440 minutes. Oh yeah, okay, right. <laughs> so 144 minutes a day wouldn't be a very long day. Yeah. Mm. But uh you know, I, I'll sometimes I'll be intensely focused on on my on building my chess system, and so that will also push out the you know, moving forward with business projects. Um, right now, I'm focused on on re building a new set of emails for my my basic crypto um, beginners course. So that kind of pushes it out as well. So, okay. um, and yeah, the three steps challenge is like. Um, is moving me forward in other ways. So I've, I've just got the ebook project resting. It's not forgotten, it's resting. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm on another front, another project, I'm hoping to write an academic paper this year. Um, there's a small group of Shakespeare uh, professors and other English literature professors here in Hiroshima. Um, and we meet once a year and deliver kind of not finished academic papers, but half hour presentations. Okay. And it didn't happen last year. Two years ago, I didn't go. So I think it'd be nice, a nice challenge to get a paper written. So that's also sitting there. I've got the topic. I haven't started writing. I'm not ready to write. <laughs> so there are all these things just waiting. Um, okay while I work on whatever I'm working on. I'm never bored. <laughs> no, neither am I. I mean, that was one of one of those things when I was growing up, we learned never to say we were bored because my mother would always find us. <laughs> <laughs> something, something unpleasant to do, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> you really said that out loud? But anyway, it was great talking to you, David. I really appreciate your time this evening. And yes, thanks for setting it up. That was fun. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to stop the recording for right now. Okay. <laughs>